My sister texted me that she can pronounce people dead. I need to talk to your sister. human brain is a rabbit with a greater strain of DNA than a rabbit with a rabbit brain. Hello and welcome to To See or Not to See, but it's a special edition video to to play or not to play. Yeah, there you go. go. I was just going to say video games. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Aaron Keith. I'm Emily Dorf. And I'm Michael Norris. Yes. Nice. And today, this is Michael's week. He's going yes, to. talk. Week. We're going to mix it up a little bit. This yeah, week. we got a c- 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 combo breaker. Combo breaker. Combo video breaker. game. The yeah. first of the probably very very many. Yeah, Michael will probably be our resident yeah. video game boy. I'll be doing that quite a bit. I made a joke. <laughs> okay, um, I'm doing this different. Christmas 1994. Who remembers? Picture it. Picture it. Picture this. I was six years old. <laughs> crackling firewood. Crack- there was crackling firewood. This is out in countryside. Yeah. Out miles in- from anyone. Yeah. And I'm a young boy and I'm opening presents. I was alone in the woods. No. Alone in the woods. But no. I'm opening presents. And I open a video game and it's my first video game. And that is what we were talking about today. And that video game is... Kirby's Dreamland. Oh boy. For Game Boy. Uh, but I didn't even have a Game Boy. Oh. How could this thickens. be? The plot thickens. But we'll get back to that. <laughs> oh shit. Yes. Wow. Yes. Is this is this foreshadowing right here? We're shut We're setting we're shutting, shit up. We're shutting shit <laughs> we're up. We're shutting shit up. There's there's some shadows going on. Yeah. So yes, Kirby's Dreamland. That's what we're doing today for the Game Boy. Um it was released in 1992, and it was the very first Game Boy, the first uh, or first game in the Kirby series, and it came out on Game Boy, which is kind of weird. Really, the first Kirby game ever. Yeah, came Why out on Game know? Boy. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, that's where it started from. So, huh. and also, um, so 1992 came out. I'm gonna pull out the game. Michael, you gotta talk into the mic. I know. That's fair. Sorry. No, it's okay. Okay. So, uh, first debut, and it is actually um, a Nintendo-published game. It is not Nintendo-created. A lot of people kind of, that's like a misconception. They think it comes in-house from Nintendo, but it does not. It comes from HAL Laboratory. Are which they still is, around? Yes, yes. Um, primarily focused on, on Kirby now. That's like their mainstay. But they are an independent company that, like, a lot of people speculate that Nintendo will buy them someday or that they are Nintendo. They started off making, like, way back in Commodore days, early stuff. They've made it for all bunch Tell of systems. Tell our listeners what Commodore is. Commodore is like a computer system. So it's a video game system, but it's a full computer setup. I don't know that much about it, but I know there's... I, even in like Aaron, like in newscasting, they'd use that for years. Oh, yeah. Commodore, yeah, I think like, there you go. You know, you know, it's just something that was like the standard that for like graphics creation and stuff like that that came out. But I don't know. I don't know much about it. I don't have one. 
I got a big old video game collection, but I don't have one of those. You got to get a Commodore 64. It'd be cool. I bet you it wouldn't be that hard to get or that expensive. It's just maybe not working, but we can try to fix it. Actually, yeah, but, I feel like you'd prefer <clears throat> to fix it because that's like your jam. It's fun. I yeah. love doing that stuff. But back to Kirby. So HAL Laboratory, they're an independent studio, but right now they're mainly focused on Nintendo doing Kirby stuff. That's really, they really started and really took off. Um, you might know the logo. That's one thing I wanted my phone for. This will work perfectly on a podcast. <laughs> Just yeah, describe yeah. it in great detail. We need imaginative listeners. Hey, everybody well, I listen. I show you guys because you might know it. So it's a funny thing. I it, do not. I always thought it was a pig suckling, like getting suckled. <laughs> but it's like a, a dog, dog with, eggs? with eggs. Yeah. That's... And I mean, look it up. It's easy to look up. So that's, that's the company that just, makes Kirby. Yeah. You might recognize the logo, what's but a, it, it always tricked again? me. How Laboratory. So people think that. There's a reason for that. They are Nintendo? No. No, they're just like a subsidiary. People think they're um, they're owned by Nintendo right. as like a side company, oh, okay. but they're not. They are independent. Okay, I thought I didn't know if you were saying that people thought that in like incorrectly, or if it was like yeah, a lot of people think like, that. No, oh, people think that do, Kirby is a Nintendo. Um, I should as a Nintendo um, product, right? But like the way, solely theirs. I, I think just, it might be like licensing wise, but. They, yeah. Not the creators. It's so did Nintendo? Do you, do you know this? Did Nintendo just go to them and be like, "Hello, please, Kirby, us now"? No, they please? just work together, and they're looking for just a new IP. I'll get just for like a console a little bit. But okay. Yeah, I mean, no, they're just they just started work with them, and this was their IP that they wanted to kind of break into the mainstream and more of like um, beginner setting type of thing. Like, it's, I'll get into that, but um, how laboratory? The reason why they're called that or how is so h-a-l the letters if um if each letter put them one step ahead of ibm <laughs> which is a joke <laughs> you're just a small l- little game company that makes kirby it's games pretty fun though actually fun. like i like that little story it's yeah. nice and what it's, a petty bitch it's <laughs> yeah i know like, for it. that's what you're known for so um what they are actually known for is the kirby series but they made mother which in America, Earthbound. Oh, they made the Earthbound series. Cool. So they're, that's pretty well known. That's a big one for them. And then... Um, so is it called Mother in Japan? Yeah, in Japan it's called Mother. I would love to get a Famicom copy oh, of it, but it'd sure be worthless would. because I, I couldn't play it. That's another but. old console. Yes, I'm going to talk about that. I even have a game that I he brought does, up. He does, and it's so pink and beautiful. And also, one thing they're really well known is they uh, did the first and second Smash Brothers. Oh, wow. Which... Melee, like the ultimate competitive gaming thing. So the ultimate. Well, I mean, it's in every Evo, which yeah. I wonder going forward. Evo was just bought by Sony this week. I don't know if it's going to put this in a time capsule, but I wonder if Melee will be in anymore. If they'll allow like outside companies, because Melee is a fan voted in one, like almost always, or else it's just featured in it. Which Evo also for. People that are unaware, Evo is a massive um, fighting game competition oh, that they do see. like yearly. Okay, cool. So you just play fighting games and Melee, Smash Brothers Melee, which is developed by HAL Laboratory, That's is always huge, in this I mean, years after. It's been almost 20 years since Melee came out. So I mean, that's really cool. Still, that's like a big deal. Which, like, 
They're no IBM, but that's still pretty. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, they're H A L. Oh yeah. H-A-L. A step above or ahead or before. Each or letter put them one step ahead of IBM. Oh. Wow. You should be. A- so incidentally, though, going off that, um, so Smash Brothers is well known. It's uh, created and developed by Masahiro Sakurai. And he is actually the designer and director of this game. This is his first kind of outing with Nintendo. Like, it's kind of... He made a little pink boy. He made... Yes. More into that later. Pink boy. It it gets dicey. There's some infighting. There's some... What color should this guy be? I don't know. Wow, is it racisms? And then eventually you get to games where you just get to pick the color. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yes, this is designed and directed by uh, Masahiro Sakurai and programmed by Satoru Iwata. Rest in peace, the man, the legend. I was heartbroken his passing, but CEO of Nintendo for many years. Um, Michael brings this man up and talks uh, about him He changed things, and yes, he programmed this. Legitimately sad about him. Say it again. Satoru Iwata, but it's fine. So programmed by uh, Satoru Iwata and composed by Jun Ishikawa, which uh, Jun Ishikawa, I love the soundtracks and Kirby's. We'll talk about that more later on. Yeah, is this the first use then of the classic Kirby? Yes, this is the very first everything. Yeah, first everything. Um, Game mechanics are totally different in this one compared to the next ones, but that's kind of, it kind of keeps... The base of it there, which is interesting, but I'll get more into that. So getting into kind of the game more. So that's just who developed it, who composed it. So getting into the actual game when Sakurai or Sakurai was developing this, um, it was kind of made. The first intent of this was to be made easy and to be able to pick up and play by un- those unfamiliar with like the side-scrolling action game just as a kind of opener and a start to them. And it was originally um, named Popopo. Popopo? It, it was Twinkle Popo is the name of the game. And Kirby's name was Popopo. Twinkle Popo. Twinkle Popo. Oh, damn. Is that what we're going to say when we get pulled over Twinkle from now Popo. on? Twinkle Popo. Popo. <laughs> and kind of the reason for that was there's a lot of play on words. I mean, Japanese games, it's heavily, that's a big thing. Always wordplay. That's one thing I that, feel like I miss out on, like watching Japanese television or whatever. Like, yeah, we miss a lot of that. Play. Even with translation, like you can be pretty creative with it, but it's really hard to capture that. Yeah, it's very di- difficult. For sure. And but it's such a like emphasis in their humor style that oh, it's, it's such huge a it's a, it's a big bummer that I, we aren't able to like, pick think, up on all that. Yeah, just the wit of it and everything. Yeah. I mean, but like one thing like in that, so Popopo was designed a name or designed just based off that name because like the world's name and like the Japanese name, it doesn't translate necessarily to American, but um, English, English. (laughs) Jesus Christ, (laughs) fuck, fuck. But the English, uh, so like the world was poo, poo, poo. Oh, he was po, po, po. There's D, D, D. There's the enemies low, low, low. So a lot of that kind of D, D, D. DDD is the main bad guy. Oh. Oh. I knew that, but that doesn't mean 
mean that everyone listening to it knows that. Oh, yes. But he's the main bad guy. But he knows it. Yeah. This is fair. Um, and actually, Kirby, even his design, when it came down to it, um, he was a dummy character. But so he was just like a test character. That was not his final design. He was just something easy. They just made a blob and there you go. But the developers just grew to love him so much. That makes so much and sense. And they thought it was, he was good that they just, okay, we'll just leave him. Yeah, he's a little adorable he's boy. He's terrific. Yeah, they thought he was so cute they would be heartbroken if they took him off. They actually were just that attached to him. That's awesome. So, okay, did he have the name Kirby? Is Kirby just the like English translation? No, Kirby, actually, I, I, I can jump into that. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, it's Here fine. No, let's do it. That's fine. It's perfect. But he was actually named after John Kirby, which is Nintendo's lawyer. Oh, boy. Which is weird. That is weird. Yeah. But um, he is the lawyer. He he changed the company entirely and saved their ass, really. Oh, Um, that makes sense. There was a legal battle between Nintendo Universal for Donkey Kong. They were saying he was taking the likeness of King Kong. Yeah. Yeah. So he was the one, so John Kirby was the one to get them out of that and made it so that, that like, it was fair use is fine. And it changed, like, the entire... I mean, that changed Nintendo entirely because that was such a big mainstay and one of their first main focuses that... If, so they honored him by naming Yeah, they honored him by Kirby and kind of... naming the, Kirby after him. Yeah, yeah. named Kirby after him. But the and, like, the developers actually, they just like the name of it because there's a harshness to Kirby, especially in, like, Japanese language, just Kirby... And they thought it was really funny for the just small little Kirby. This is a small little guy. For Sweet them. little innocent Kirby. boy. Kirby. It's, just, ah, it's Kirby. Yeah. Which is fun. I mean, I feel like the vast majority of people, <clears throat> if you say Kirby, you immediately think of John Kirby, lawyer John, of Nintendo. John yeah. Kirby. Attorney at law. Saver of Save, everything. Savior. Let's keep going. We'll say, uh, so. Masahiro Sakurai actually did 80% of sprites. Like, he put his heart and soul in this. So, not background textures or anything, but, like, all characters, all foreground things. He did 80% of the work. He created all of that, which, I mean, back in the day. Do you have, like, a timeline um, for how long this game took? I don't. I don't think it took that long. But, yeah. I, I mean, I don't have that, though. But I do have... I know they... Uh, Kirby... So I have my original, oh, that's, I'll get back into that, actually. I don't want to do that right now. But I have the game cart right here. And if you look at it, the American release, we're just, I mean, Kirby's pink. That's just what he is. Oops. So Kirby's pink, that's just what he is. Um, but if you look at the original Game Boy cartridge, the American release, he's white. Oh he's a spooky ghost boy. God. He's wow. spooky. He looks a lot. He looks very Nintendo to me. Yeah. Interesting. Why did they do that? So, um, you know, they didn't really talk to each other too well back then. Nintendo of America and Japan, they just shipped them the game. Here do they talk go. to each other better today? I mean... Yeah, like yeah, we got... Yeah. Um, we got emails and telephones. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We <laughs> had Reggie. Just have carrier pigeons back then? We had Reggie, which I thought was a pretty good liaison between the two. Reggie Philemon. Um, he was their old... CEO of Nintendo of America, he recently stepped down. You can see why um, Michael's going to be our resident video game boy. He's a wonderful man. <laughs> he's hilarious. And he just said, I, I'm, 
uh, he segued back into games, but I can't remember what it was, so that's fine. So he was white in American releases because, once again, communication wasn't there. Um, they just based it off because, you know, they played the game. And monochrome scale of mm. the Game Boy yeah. is just white. So, yeah, he okay, looks like Boo. there you go. There it is. Uh, That's why he looks like Boo to me. Yeah. yeah, he does look like Boo. That's very fair. Um, I mean, they made up for that Boo. in all Boo. releases. Who is the ghosty character from Ooh. the Nintendo games? I don't know any of the What's a Nintendo? What's a game? What's what? I feel like the joke gets funnier if we just keep it going for a really long time. What are words? What, what, what is love? Where is God? What? What? Okay, first of all, what? What, <laughs> what is? And who? We can. We never jo- mind. Anyway, yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Yes. Yes. But anyways, that's the origin of current Kirby being white in the American release. Kind of a lot of confusion there that it's just a mix-up like it was an honest I mean, mistake they I, just based it off of that they didn't i guess yeah no <laughs> but here's the thing cute, like playing like this game s- we played it on the game boy advance sp oh yeah so um, all three of us have played this game obviously michael has played it multiple yeah, times but many, aaron many and times. i played it and beat it him in much less time i'm notoriously terrible at video games but as i said you do not need to be good at video games to have fun with them and Aaron you got it you did in one sitting I you did it in one it. It sitting fun. yeah it was it was fine yeah it was fine it was <laughs> it was fine you didn't realize guys, there was continues I didn't, at first I didn't <laughs> I don't guys I didn't. it was fine it was fucking everything's fine. fine everything is fine that's that's our mantra anyway okay so um so here in the states he's white in um cross seas when they were developing in japan there's actually a little bit of i mean it wasn't infighting it was actually it was it, it's nice but it there's nice a little fighting. bit of drama about what color you should be really so sakurai wanted him pink from the start but um shiguru miyamoto creator of mario Star Fox, all things nintendo the god himself yellow he wanted yellow and he kind of like a pikachu he he pushed pretty hard for yellow and apparently at the time um yellow was more of a because like an like we think of pink we think of fluffy yeah yeah, girls girls, stuff like that in japan it was it's yellow okay so that's kind of why he wanted it and pink was actually kind of a surprise he he that's like eventually Seguru, Seguru uh, Miyamoto gave in and it, um, he said, okay, fine, let's do pink. Just because Miyamoto or um, Iwa, oh geez, Sakurai had so much conviction, like from the start, he was pink. He was supposed to be pink. And that was actually so like outlandish and different that he said, why not? Let's do it. Okay. And I mean, iconic now. That's just what it is. Pink icon. Yes. That's exactly right. But um, actually, everybody developing at all the developers at HAL at the time thought like it was only Sakurai who thought it was pink. Like that, and he was like a conviction. Like he held on to that. Like was, he was pink from the start. That's just what it was. But even all the developers, because they were kind of pushing it out as yellow just because Miyamoto would come in. And uh, so even the developers thought he was yellow at 
for the longest okay. time until like the See, end. You really downplayed the whole American American markets making him white thing. To me, that is like a humongous oversight. But I guess if like it's even just the a silly makers, little mistake, and it's know, just like whatever. It's very charming and everything, but God, like that's very basic he, stuff. That's like misspelling his name. This is a big deal for Sakurai, yeah, though. But, uh, like this is a huge win for him technically. But, like Miyamoto changed things in like in yeah, the hierarchy no, I'm and not everything. Saying it's so. like a bad thing that it no, was I get in American it. markets I understand. or anything. I'm just saying it's such a big deal. But then when you say that even the creators didn't necessarily have a general consensus on what the actual color of this character was, I guess it's not as surprising. Well, I think the big deal is they're working in grayscale. Well, well, yeah. So, yeah. so However, it's all conceptual. This game, it's all in color. That is something that you can easily check. I mean... Come on, boys. That's a big deal. Yes, I understand they're working in grayscale, but like the colors of the characters. Well, it's it seems like something of, like, you would the, check. Like, kind of lack of communication, like that, it was never really discussed. Especially, well, silly. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Especially considering he is literally a blob of one color. Well, when you're trying to market something and you're trying to make like an IP and it's brand new, you really need to be on your game. Exactly. If you're trying to ship it overseas that's and what stuff, I'm saying. too, I it's do li- get that. He is, you're right. You're it's right. a whole game based off. It's like it's like if. It's a different time. It was the 90s. Sh- yeah, it was in the 90s. It was just wild, wild west. Wild but west. What's like an internet? Sonic being like green and be like. <laughs> He's blue. You gotta figure. You gotta Papa know. D, you gotta die. figure. Yeah. Yeah. Are we dating ourselves with that reference? Sonic? And no, blue Abadita. Not at all. Oh, Never. Oh, yeah. yeah? Chumba yeah. woman. Chumbawamba. Chumba Chumba Aqua? Well, who is it? No. <laughs> the blue song? Yeah. Oh, damn. Why are you looking pointedly at me? We're all stumped. I got the Google. They'll never die. <laughs> I'm going to feel like such a jerk when Oops. I know this song. How do I Google this? It's Eiffel 66. It is Eiffel oh, 66. Oh, I, I wanted to me. say Eve 6, but I knew that was wrong. But I was close. Shit. I was like halfway there. All right, carry on. I didn't, I didn't look it up. You bastard. He's lying to our faces and to your ears. Well, anyways, I kind of brought up her. <laughs> hey, you got to move on. You got to just. Segue, go segue. Segue, segue. <laughs> but yeah. I can't. I, I, the cat brushed up against me and it's just instant reaction. Oh, <laughs> I want to pet this baby go for this. Oh, no, I'm talking. But like I said, this is. Um, I got this game on Christmas in 1994. I kind of showed you the cart. This is the original cart. This is my very first game. Very special. It's very special. My first little podcast episode. I thought it would be a great idea. It's a short, sweet game. It's, it yeah. takes you less than an hour about. I mean, I mean, you know. Emily's been longer on it, but um, you got to... Um, perfection takes time, you know? And I aced it. One hundred percent. What was your first game, Dragon Quest? <laughs> or that's just the, I just know that's the earliest I, one you remember. I played a lot of uh, original Dragon Quest on OG Nintendo system, and I still have such. That's your, that's soft, your memory. Oh, game. it's my bay. Yeah, like yeah. I, I have. I hate the fact that I said it's my bay, but <laughs> I really like. Just like the dragon. I played quest. it all the time. I played it constantly. Dragon warrior. Dragon. Yes, dragon it was called dragon warrior. Yes, and I and and yeah, it was <clears> great. Um. Also, side note: call the NES the NES. Michael loves Ugh. that. 
I don't Ness I can deal with, I guess. Sness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty I gross know. name. I everybody's taken to it, but it, it's SNES. 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 Okay. SNES. SNES. I kept it. I don't know. I know it's a, it's a mouthful. I also um got Nintendo sixty four for Christmas. Nintendo I'm fine calling that. Well, yeah, like that's the N64. You don't right. call it and and I call it the Nick D4. The Nick. Oh, <laughs> no one's as cool oh, as Aaron. Nick D4. Yeah. Um, the first game I got on that though was Doctor Mario, which oh. is uh, I didn't request it. It just was the first one I got. Yeah. Which is fine. Pack in or something like that. It's fine. What's your? Do you get a first game or your? What's your first memory game, um, Aaron? Well, my parents had an NES before I was conscious of it. Uh, so it's hard to pin down like a first game. That's but, true. You know, you had the Mario Duck Hunt mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Had, oh, yes. We had a, a Karate Kid game. Screen, boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. I never held the gun farther away than three inches no. or so. Just no. stand right in front of the TV. Um, then I also had the Top Gun game. And... Uh, I got Top Gun. Oh boy! Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't remember like a first game. The first game I probably like got super into was either Mario or Sonic. Mario yeah. and Luigi. Sonic's great. But that's not Nintendo. I tried so doing fuck, some Sega so episodes someday. Oh, I might do like Shenmue. Ooh, yeah, but I'm big dweeb. That's a fun one. But back to back to Kirby. Hey Kirby. Hey everybody. Uh, we're gonna go. I'm kind of. I don't know. In my video game episodes, I might do things a little different with how I structure it compared to this one. But I'm starting off with story right now, just because it's it's Kirby Streamland. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's not much story. So I, so Kirby <clears throat> released in 1992, starring Kirby, starring Kirby <laughs> as Kirby as Kirby. Pink. So there's Kirby's Pink Boy. <laughs> but I actually have here my original booklet even from the game which is kind of fun i mean that doesn't do the anybody listening any good but it's kind of fun it's fun let it but let the record show that it is fun synopsis of the thing um so it goes on a very on a tiny star somewhere far far away from earth there's a very special place known as dreamland the Dreamlanders are very happy people who use their magical sparkling stars to play and work among the heavens. That is until one day, one, oh, that is until one dark night when the gluttonous King DDD throwing shade at him. So this is all taking place on a star? This is taking place on a star. And there's a it's dark not night? A, it's actually not a star. It's a star-shaped planet. Yeah, but one dark night, so Batman shows up. So one dark night. Batman shows up, big fat King DDD, and his rotten band of thieves swoop down from neighboring Mount DDD for a midnight snack in Dreamland. Oh my gosh, wait. He's supposed to eat them? No, he just steals all their food. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's it. He steals their food and the sparkling. I was like, star. somehow I missed so, yeah. the absolute. So not only genocide. did they steal all their food. But they stole the Dreamlanders' treasures, sparkling stars oh, as well. And that's what they use. That's for why everything. you got all these stars. The stars are everywhere, even planets star. But because the Dreamlanders didn't have the sparkling stars to gather food anymore, they began to get very hungry. Suddenly, a spry little boy. 
<laughs> a spry little boy named Kirby happened along the He said, I gotta give Kirby a voice. Good luck. Don't worry, I'll get your food and your sparkling stars back. <laughs> He's British a little He's bit. British. Just a little bit. Just touch. Just <laughs> With these words, Kirby the set off on his quest toward the dreaded Mount DDD. Wish him luck. Good luck, little boy. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. So Dreamland is the country. Poo, poo, poo is the star-shaped world. Okay. And there's no real intro. You have your booklet, the game. You just you just go. Yeah. It just it's, begins. It's the general. Um, it's the general. Uh, bad guy, general bad guy and good guy, side scroller situation. Yes. Um, we'll talk before we get into starting like the world and going. We're going to talk about gameplay really quick, just to go over what the heck you do in it it's very simple it's kirby there's a for jump there's b to inhale and then you shoot out what you got yeah kirby loves to either spit or swallow yes <laughs> yes quite kirby this is, is a young boy usually he swallows and then he becomes whatever he swallows right, yeah i was kind of expecting that but it yeah. never happened this is the only one that happens in they were just kind of getting their footing with kirby on this and figuring out what was going on with it i think so. it's a good call that they decided to make him take on the characteristics of whatever he sucked up oh i adore that mechanic it's, it's wonderful fun. but this is just like the break-in and it's kind of fun just to shoot and there's there's power up in this game that you gain when you kind of absorb them i'll go over that when we actually talk about it but they're they're fine mm-hmm. they're fun little time but um, originally, uh, they kind of started off with just this in mind, being able to fly. They actually kind of wanted you to fly over th- everything, kind of with the easy, that's like easy mode in the game. You can just fly over everything. Every once in a while, an enemy will fly up in front of you, but that's why you can poof, poof out a puff of air, and you just float. <laughs> so that's kind of like the easy mode of the game. And so originally, Kirby was going to have balloons. And that's what they were going to go off of. So in order to float, you'd have balloons just to fly over everything. But then um, they decided that that's when they gave him that place her- placeholder character. And that's how they had him float was just to be puffed up and big. But they didn't have him actually have the inhale action yet. So they knew they wanted him to be puffed up and big because usually he's a small, tiny, little, cute boy. And he gets giant. And so that's when they decided, well, let's have him suck in air to get big. Yeah. And then let's use that. Let's make them actually suck in enemies. And they thought that was very intuitive for players, especially new players, to, hey, let's use what's in front of us. Mm-hmm. So if there's an enemy, you can suck him in. He's ammo. Boo! That's Spit easy out, for even something. like kids yeah. and stuff like that. That's yeah. an easy concept. And it's a, it's a fun mechanic because I think, <clears throat> I don't know exactly how timeline how this works out, but you look, think about Mario. And, yeah. you know, you just jump on a guy or mm-hmm. jump on a Goomba and take care of it. But in this game, if you jump on somebody, you get hurt. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's a different mechanic. Actually, you don't. You don't? If, if you have enough fall. So if the, uh, if the animation is enough for him to face down. I, I just did the action and went away from the mic. But if, that, <laughs> <laughs> if, if the action is for him to fall down, 
Like you, you flatten enemies. That's what they oh, call okay. it. You don't kill them. You flatten enemies. Well, every time on I landed can, on an enemy, but it hurted. Yeah, you have to face downward, so you have to have enough gravity behind you. Yeah. So that's why, like, if you float up in the air, then you can drop down and just um, smash them. Oh, is that kind of where the brick mechanic comes in later? Yeah. Where you can turn into like. Oh, that's probably that's a genius idea. Probably I don't I don't know uh, that, but that makes sense to me. Uh, but yeah, just playing through this game compared to other side scroller uh, early games like this, um, it was definitely a different mechanic, and it made yeah. it different gameplay. And it's probably why uh, you know it stuck around with uh, without the other evolutions in the franchise that make it different than say Mario. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. It's it was totally kind of it's something different and it, it stuck around. I don't even the amount of entries there's there's dozens of them. So and still beloved to this day. Beloved. But um one thing we I keep talking about, oh this is easy, this is easy or they kind of designed that within mind. Um they actually do have once you beat the game, there is a hard mode that I've actually, I I haven't played it a lot. I've beat this game, I don't know how many times. It's been quite a few. It's been. It's been. But I've never beat the hard mode. (laughs) (laughs) I've never, I know I've tried, but like it's it's difficult. It's pretty hard. I'm surprised you haven't finished it. So what what makes it hard? They just, um, enemies have more health. They're, they put more of them in. They have much more sporadic patterns. The bosses will throw more in, like, in, and we're getting ahead, but in the first boss fight, there's apples involved, and he just shoots apples at you. Well, every once in a while, they shoot spike balls oh, okay. at you. Yeah, and you can't do anything with those. You can't do anything with those. They just hurt you. So they just throw in a lot of tricks here and there and make it more difficult that is i, I do like that though if, if you it's make this time. if you make this game in mind that you're gonna have it you know be a, like an entry-level game uh you want inexperienced people to get in and enjoy it uh beat that real quick and then you can play the hard mode and it, you know then you'll get your challenge i think that's a pretty good idea mm-hmm. it is good they also have like i mean if you if you look on it there's a score multiplier so you can always try to go for a a high score, so that kind of adds to the replay value. And after you do hard mode, which in order to access hard mode, you have to beat the game first, and then it shows you on the screen. You press up, select A, yeah, and and then you can start it. But if you beat it after the hard mode, there's an additional mode. So if you want it even more difficult, you can actually. Um, change your life and vitality so you start off you always have six health the whole game that's you have six health points you have life uh just oh geez what's the word life life stamina oh oh yeah you you have like six life one ups jeez louise oh you you have one ups our video game boy we're yeah we're doing we're doing good Hmm? That's fine though. But no, I'm doing. You bad. start with You're three life, yeah. and you have six health. And this, in this way, you can adjust how much health you have. So you can go down to one health. You can even increase. I'm not sure how much more you can increase before, besides six. But I think you can go a little bit more above, if you just want to change the mode. So, you, and also you can change how much health you have. So how yeah. many lives you have. Which is kind of cool, but. I mean, who would want to get to that point? How many times are you going to play through it? 
I guess, because there's no, there's no saving in this. You have to just play all that. So you have to go through the game at least three times if you really want to take benefit to that. But that also, that third time, I did not mention, you can access the music menu. So you can just play whatever song you want to. Out. So yeah. that's fun. And it's real good music. But you know, it's going to take a while. Yeah. Like, you then you have to go through hard mode. Then you can unlock all this. So. That's perfect for like a car. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a real car game. Yeah, it's it's a car game. It's like Grand Theft Auto <laughs> 3. Kirby's Dreamland. Grand Theft Auto. Kirby Theft Auto. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. He's a little bit of a badass in this. Yeah, he totally steals cars. I don't know why not. But in this, um, so instead of doing the sucking mechanic where he absorbs enemies' powers, he gets health or power-ups, which we kind of talked about earlier. And we're going to go through those power-ups right now. So instead of um, he has a lollipop, which when you get that, it only lasts a short while, but that's like your invincibility bar. So that's like a star in Mario. So that's kind of cool. They have a bomb, which when you suck that in and spit that out, it just shoots forward just a huge blast that takes up like three squares. And you can wipe out quite a few enemies with that, and that's kind of beneficial. They have a microphone, which is total screen wipe. So he sucks in a huge microphone. He screams out. Yeah, that's probably high pitched sound. It's my favorite. If you got it's headphones in, be careful. Oh, oh no. It hurts. Oh no. But we played on an SP, which doesn't have a headphone jack. Okay. I just got a cable for it, though, and that's how we're going to be able to play it. Oh, boy. Oh, my, oh my goodness. Gosh. Thought ahead for this. <laughs> um, there's curry. Yeah. Oh, that's what that is. That's, that's what the flames are. Yeah, so you okay. suck in curry, and you get fl- and shoot out flames. It's spicy curry. And the American book, like, it's just spicy food. But, no, it's curry. That's what it's supposed we to be. We can't comprehend curry. Yeah. And then there's a mint leaf you can also get. And oh. that just shoots out a puff of air. That's all you're doing because you, you get minty <laughs> breath. Fresh. So you go, poo, 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 and you can take what out do you a blimp. What do you do? <laughs> poo, 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 poo. That's why he's poo, poo, poo. <laughs> oh boy. I connected it's all coming the dots. Together. I done did it. I can't believe it. So that's, I mean, there's not much more to talk about gameplay wise. It's very simple. That's what their mechanics were at the start of this series. It's developed so much more. So there's endless combos and characters you can suck up and get so many different abilities. It's so fun. But that's kind of the the beginning of Kirby. And to start the game, we're going to go in the game now. And stage one is Green Greens, which we'll play second. Oh, boy. Let's do that. I'm going to go for it. Oh it's my god! So happy. I, I've had that in my head since I was a six-year-old kid. <laughs> it's never That's gone away. The soundtrack to Michael's brain. Just walk down oh, the street. It's, it's that such in my a good, mind going. Such a good little tune. So green greens, um, according to the Kirby Dreamland booklet, is a great place to start your journey. Good, because that's, that's, that's where we're starting. That's where we're starting. So you choice. know what? Let me tell you about it. So this natural setting is full of rolling hills, fleecy clouds, and bushy trees. Fleecy clouds. Fleecy clouds. But don't let scenery distract you because while the animals may look cute and friendly, they can be very troublesome and dangerous. 
which that's what this stage is butchering innocent animals <laughs> oh boy there's just little critters all around uh, and you just eat like them and then baby them chicks out. there's whole fucking cows you just kill <laughs> there's a kid running on a ball yes you suck him up and throw you're him with your face. Just a young child, and all of a sudden you're inside. My favorite thing uh, to do is something. suck up the ball and then spit it at the kid. Spit it yeah. at the kid. Here's, here's the item that brought you so much joy. It's going <laughs> to murder you. You're dead. Oh, Kirby, you wacko. Did you suck in a, a mushroom's head? The mushroom cap? They're devastated. You suck in the mushroom cap. Yeah, and then and they're just They put there. their hands to their head, and they're just screaming, and then oh you got to kill them with their cap, too. Wow, I don't. I didn't. Parts of them at them. Yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty metal. It's pretty metal. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, Kirby. I didn't know. I had no idea. I didn't. So first, remember remember when you thought this game was about genocide, and then it wasn't, and now it is again. Oh my god! It's pretty much about genocide. It's one hundred percent genocide. He's so cute, though. I'm here for it. You know what? As long as he's pink and got a cute name like Kirby. Okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> thank you, John Kirby. Yeah, thank you, John we, Kirby. We remember you. Yeah. Hey, for all you future um, genociders out there, yeah. just be pink and Kirby. Easy. Yes. Easy. <laughs> so, uh, Green Green really matches this stage. It's just a forest. That's kind of where you start out in. It kind of starts out 2D, just side-scrolling, just horizontal sections. Eventually, you get into tiny little buildings, and it kind of builds vertically. But there's not much. It's just jumping up a couple platforms. There's not much to it. Um, you reach your first mini-boss, which his name is Poppy Bros. Senior. Poppy? Poppy Brothers Senior. Poppy Bros. Poppy Bros. Oh, Poppy Bros. Senior. So those little boys on the balls, they're uh-huh. the Poppy Boys. <laughs> They're the poppy boys. And this is Senior. Oh, man. He jumps around. He's pissed at you because you, you killed all his little brothers. You so sure did. He throws bombs at you. He just jumps back and forth, left to right, across the screen. He's pretty simple. He's sucking the bombs. You shoot it at him. Teaches that mechanic. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's nice and easy. Um, continuing on, um, eventually you get to the main boss, Wispy Woods. He's a giant tree. And when you come and start attacking him, boy, is he startled and he's never not startled. He seems terrified to be he's, dying he's, the yes. whole time. And then you when just beat the he, shit out of this tree and he's just wide-eyed gazing at you. And, yeah. and most of his his attacks are his apples are falling, which first of all, reasonable to assume that it's just because he's scared the fuck out of this tree and he's losing fruit. And the other one is he just blows puffs of air at you like a sweet old scared man. No, I, I, I guess that's not. I don't really. I've never been. I've never had a sweet old man blow a puff of air at me. But I don't know. It's just sad. And then when you finish it, he's. Nah, so, fuck this tree. Him, so him, and the trees from the Wizard of Oz that also throw apples at you. Fuck them all. I mean, I usually okay. I play tree ants and no, stuff a lot. Fuck all trees. They- Oh, I I support not deforestation. Not oh. oh my god, but we need them. Eh, the Amazon's over. We can build robot trees. What do we need? What would we need robot trees for? To recycle carbon dioxide back into oxygen. We could build that robotically. However, we still do have a somewhat functioning ecosystem. Fuck it. Yeah, rape the earth. So you fight uh, the main boss or the main boss of the first stage, Green Greens, Wispy Woods, the Tree Boy. 
and uh, I just I just want to make a little side comment. The ending, once you beat them, this is my favorite thing. I remember the first time playing it and getting so hyped, so I'm going to play the music for it because I'm in love with it. When you beat a boss, you have to collect one of your stars back. So you go up to the star, which is shimmering, and you split into three little Kirbys. And he's doing his little dance. And he's doing his little dance. And then, I'm going to keep it going. This is stage two, Castle Lolo Lowe's theme. And that's what we're going to start talking about. Uh, just, just to just go back to the little dance. It's so whimsical and fun, oh, and you feel it's like my favorite. Yeah, you feel like you you accomplished something. You accomplished something exactly. He breaks up into three little guys, and they just dance together. It's a great time. But Castle Lolo Lowe's theme. So stage two, Castle Lolo Lowe. Um, it's a haunted castle filled with ghosts and mummies and bats and spooks. And the cat. The music isn't really spooky. But it's kind of fun. I mean, I love that. Oh, it's a but good time. It's a good time. But I always kind of, I've always, that always tricked me out because I always wanted to be spooky or frightened about it. But it was never that. You got to make your own fear. But uh, that's true. That's. I mean, they have like the scary masks in this. Yeah. I didn't bring that up. That flip. Those always mm-hmm. freak me out. There's yeah. some of those in like Mario those are sometimes annoying. and stuff too. Yeah, they're terrible. But Castle of Lolo. Um, to the booklet, it's one step inside this spooky castle and you'll know that something weird is going on. You'll have to be careful here because some of the nasties that float around here can't be beat just by inhaling them. Oh, shit. Which is some of the mummies. That not-so-famous twins, Lo-Lo-Lo and La-La-La, those threes again, they rule this castle of gloom. So, going into it, you meet Lo-Lo-Lo as the mid-boss, which is the boy... Um, you'll notice it's just the same sprites and characters. There's just one with a bow. There was a lot of that in this game. Just, uh, I mean, it's it's Game Boy Cart. There's not that much memory. In order to save memory and to be able to put more music and more things into it, they reused a lot of like character designs and just switched out faces, you'll notice. You'll notice the guys that are just walking around with normal faces that just run into you, and some of them are just a giant eyeball mm-hmm. that shoot at you, but they're still the same design. Mm-hmm. There's multiple circumstances of that, and that kind of is low, 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 and la, 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 but that plays well together. It's kind of fun. But then the boss itself is low, 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 and la, 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 these twins together. There's three sub-levels, and they're pushing little treasure chests. For whatever reason, this was the hardest one for me. Really? Yeah. Because I, I couldn't get it timed right. Because they would still I could run see it being into hard. me after Pretty I would hard. shoot the... Because you suck up their little treasure chests and shoot them back at them. Well, if you're still standing you gotta get, there, yeah. after you shoot them, they will hit you. You can suck up their treasure chest from behind. Oh, God. Are you fucking shitting me You don't right got to be in front of them. This game is bullshit. <laughs> I had no idea. I would always try to, I would challenge myself, I mean, after I played the game quite a bit, to try to get as many chests in one. I mean, you can only get two chests, but I'd try to get the two chests in their one segment so they're both going both pushing them try to see if you can hit them both in one go yeah i never got that nope Mm-mm. that was always a badge of honor 
kind of stage two. <laughs> what? It's kind of stage two. There's not too much to talk about. There's just well, scary the beasts. Yeah. I think it's, it's the weakest stage, in my little, opinion, yeah, I honestly. Yeah. I think it's the most unique boss battle, though, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, yeah. I ended up sucking in the boxes and either jumping up a level. Mm-hmm. Like, I would stand in the center and wait for them to come and try and suck up the box before they got to the middle. Yeah. And then try and jump up before they came through. I didn't know you could get them from uh, behind either, but I know now. Yes. Watch the heck Make out. Speed run this. It's easy. You can do it sub 15. Let's do it. So after Castle Low Low Low, we are continuing on to cat to stage number three, Float Islands, which is a little tropical paradise, which is a little theme song that goes like this. Oops. That was the happy music. I forgot this is the dance music first. It's real good. It's a fun one. I like that one. It's, it's got catchy. it's a little upbeat. It's fun. I like it. And um, so Float Islands is described as this may look like an island paradise lined with palm trees, but don't expect to have a relaxing time here. I feel like there's some sort of pattern forming. Yes. No, this this may look nice and friendly. This could be but cool. in reality everything it's looks awesome. Gonna try to kill You're you. gonna die. Yeah, you'll have to watch your step. As you island hop here, or you could end up falling into the ocean. Yeah, Kabula the first... will have you scrambling to dodge her constant attacks of cannonballs. <laughs> As an add-on, Kabula is the boss. We'll yeah. The first time I jumped, <laughs> I fell into the water <laughs> with, with um, like, I sucked up an enemy and then just jumped over the water. And I was like, oh, Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, doesn't work. <laughs> you just oh. sink to the bottom immediately and die. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That checks out. And this one, you're killing aquatic life, which is a great time. We love aquatic. Yeah, you got, you know, fishes and snails, Our octopuses. Snails oh, sometimes. Yeah. yeah, sea snails. Octopus. <laughs> and tiki heads. <laughs> yes, yeah, sea snails. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, tiki heads. It's a lot of animal killing in it. I think I think this might be my favorite stage. I think this is not mine. Oh. <laughs> it's not my favorite. It's not my least favorite. It's a good time and it's I, tropical yeah, paradise. Yeah, a good though. time. This we is the first one that... I This game has a bunch of secrets in it. And this is the first one. I, I made a note that this is the first one that... Like the first secret that I found in this... There's like a little one up behind a bunch of boxes in the cave. Yes. You first go in the bo- cave. So if you mm-hmm. suck up I, all the boxes, there's a one up. I think I found I found a one up that I didn't think I'd find. Yeah. So that might be it. But it could be somewhere else. There's I found one one up. I might have found more than one. Leave me alone. No, I found one one up. Oh, I thought you were being mean. You're always mean to me. You're mean. Oh, please. Don't even oh start. Save it for the therapy podcast. Say, yeah, I was just going to say this about... Okay. We this, this is, is Kirby. Just, this is just how we interact. You should know this. It's true, but I I really enjoyed this stage. I like that it's a beach level, and then you end up getting like onto a whale and like blown into its blowhole, and then shot up in the air, and then all of a sudden you're fighting a blimp to end the stage. Yeah, because that's how you end the stage. It's the main boss. The, the whale blowhole thing. 
came out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. Yeah. And I was, I was cracking up a little bit. It's like, you think you'd fight, like, a giant octopus or something beach-themed? No. You're fighting, it's Here a giant there. bip blimp named Kabula. <laughs> a giant bip. Bimp, bip. <laughs> but bip. I, I really enjoyed, like, the cannonballs added into this stage and the obstacle of the water. Uh, yeah. And you just have to, like, navigate more shit. So it was it was a good time for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I enjoyed I enjoyed the boss battle more than I did the rest of the level. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, the boss battle. If one thing, kind of, if you hold down B, you just power, mm-hmm. just shoot, 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 and as long as you can, it. I, I need to explain the boss battle. It, like I said, it's a giant blimp, and it is more a shooter in a sense. Where you suck in a, a mint leaf, and you gain the ability to shoot hot air, and you're constantly in your flying form, so you don't ever you can't land, you can't do anything. You're flying in the air, and it's a shooter, and you just shoot the blimp, and it does different patterns. It'll spin at you, do all sorts of stuff. It's very um, what's that game that just like really pisses us off when we play it? Um. That's kind of like oh, cup, Cuphead. Yes, Cuphead. Yeah, Cuphead. I feel it's like, like a Cuphead. I, feel, I can well, see that. Well, Cuphead is kind of like it, I guess, because Cuphead is oh, not really that's later. Fair, but, fair. but yeah, it was very much like a like an arcade shooter. Yeah, mm-hmm. like those oh, yeah. like those airship games. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a kind of, kind of fun little different mechanic, and that's showing off one of those power ups that eventually became the power you ingest. Actually, so that's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's one thing I really liked is so far like. All the boss battles are are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely show off different skills and kind of different things learned. Like that's the power up. One of them's using your suck in ability, and we'll get to the last other ones. And the Ender King DDD. More like dun dun dun. Where is he? Am I right? Yes. Yep. Okay, on stage four, bubbly clouds. It's dreamy, it's light. The game progresses upwards. You're going up into the sky. Because that fucking blowhole. Yeah, the blowhole got you up in the air. And you're fighting in clouds. You're in heaven. You're dead. What? Oh. Plot twist. Kirby's dead the whole time. Oh, oh no. JK. But bubbly clouds. You won't find a clear path through these clouds. Soft, billowy clouds. By hiding in the clouds, King DDD's bullies will find a way to surprise you when you least expect it. The boss, Krako, is lightning fast. You'll have to keep moving and keep a clear head in order to beat him. It's not that hard. You just gotta stay in the corners. That's the big thing with the with most of the boss fights, you just gotta stay in the corners. Yeah, that's fair. Also, did you just say his name is Cracko? Cracko. That's amazing. Yes, Cracko. That's a great. That's a great name for a villain. For actually, him. to be honest, his name is actually Cracko Senior because you cra- fight Cracko, just Cracko Junior, Cracko as the mid boss, mm. which is just him without a bunch of clouds around him. Right. But we'll get into that. So this starts out with pointy head knights, um, spinny little faces, 
flattening. Some of the weirdest enemy designs are in the stage, basically. It's kind of what I'm trying to get at. You have the first most, like, just terrifying enemy experience in a game. Just those ones that stand out for you as enemies. Exploding bunny head. <laughs> you try to suck them in and they chase chase yeah. you. Six-year-old me, oh my God. Scared. Just, I, well, you don't, I didn't expect it. They're just light and fluffy and they're so nice. They're just these little bunny heads that sit there and then you suck them in and their face changes to like evil and they chase you and explode. I mean, to be fair, if someone came up and was trying to inhale me, I'd be, I'd be mad too. One time I found a decapitated bunny head on a fence. Oh God. Are you serious? Yeah. Where was that? Beatrice Gun Club. Did you put it there? I didn't put it there. Oh. Oh no! Um, Did you keep it? Gee, I wonder what happened to the rest of the bun. Um, so that, we'll save that for the therapy podcast too. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably gonna have several episodes of that. It, it's truly a heartwarming tale. Yes. So the mid boss, gotta kill the bunny heads. I don't know. They're yeah. Terrifying. You gotta. Like seriously, that's one of the first. Like that's probably the first terrifying boss for me. It was. Or not boss, but enemy. I just remember like chasing me. Oh, God. But um, mid-boss, Cracker, like we said, he's just an eyeball with a bunch of spikes on him that he'll shoot enemies out at you. So they just, just the walking type variety. You suck them up, you shoot them back at him. Every once in a while, he swoops down. Easy enough. Um, yeah, Emily. So in this level, I know there's at least two super secret bonus areas. There's one where there's like a a pool of stars, kind of. You're going up, you're going through this cloud of maze or maze of clouds. (laughs) I like the cloud Uh, of mazes. Cloud of mazes. That's some some trippy shit right there. Cloud of mazes. But there's this little, if you look, there's this little slit that goes through the cloud. And if you try to walk through that little narrow slit there's actually a doorway that's just it's hidden in the cloud and if you pass through that you get a bonus level where you pick up a mint leaf and you get to blow a bunch of enemies away you get a bunch of bonus points you get some one-ups you get some full health so that's a fun little Mm. that's a little gallery i remember finding that as a kid i didn't look that up that was what i found i just remember doing that i loved it (laughs) but there's also you're going down a long hall and you get um, spicy curry and it's just a long block of star blocks. And as you're shooting them, there's a bunch of pillars that support this. And the last pillar is actually, um, you're able to transfer through it like it's an invisible wall. And if you go all the way up and then you go all the way back down this long hallway and hit the pillar at the end, down drops a one up. Oh, That's all that is, but it's kind of a fun little thing just to find. And to wrap this up, it's um, Cracko Sr., which this time, instead of just being an eyeball with a bunch of spikes, he actually gains a cloud shielding, so he can shoot out of his eyeball now. He can shoot out enemies that can shoot out of their eyeballs. He's just quick. He swoops down a whole lot more. But once again, hug the corners in this game. You're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. This is probably the boss I struggled the most with. This is... Like, definitely. Like, definitely. The, the final boss has more life has yeah. more health so that's why you know he's stronger but he's as far much as much more pattern yeah yeah but as far as like the the just the mechanics of like just playing and beating a boss in this game this is the one i definitely struggled the most with yeah 
sometimes RNG in this, so random number generators. Every once in a while, you can't tell what his pattern's going to be. He'll swoop down on you. Sometimes you'll just get swoop after swoop after swoop, which so, you're expecting him to yeah. take a character out and to go and grab that character, and then he'll swoop down and get you. Yeah, so the I, RNG or random number generator in a game is kind of the game's way of like... Yeah, it's hard to do random numbers just to encode that. So this is, you never know what you get, but this is just different patterns for him. He can like swoop down, he can shoot out an enemy, he can shoot his eye, how it, the game decides which one of those to set up next it's called random number generator so it's almost like a dice roll mm -hmm. programmed into the game that's just a background thing that you don't see and sometimes it screws you over by doing you the same die, annoying shit rng gods yeah. that's what they say they'll just sometimes you have a bad day and that'll just make you furious and this is one of those boss fights yeah and it's definitely i think tell me if i'm wrong but like the first boss is fairly simple and i think they build on build on them throughout the game yeah and that's a really fun aspect is like uh they're different they're all very different which is really cool yeah and then yeah that's they get progressively harder and they have progressively more options as far as what their moves are yeah and they kind of come back to that i mean that comes all around in our next in our final stage which at this point you're going up into space actually you're working away from the clouds up into there's falling stars behind you and you're fighting this big cloud monster beast. So we've defeated Krakow Sr. And the war on crack is the over. The war on crack is over. Thank God we've taken back our inner cities. It's <laughs> terrible. Uh, onward to stage five. Well, anyway. The accumulation of everything we've learned to this point. Mount DDD. Oh boy. Dun, dun, dun. No, DDD. Oh, DDD. And the best music of the game. Oh man, it gets me hyped. It's just spunky. It's you very just get happy. really excited. You murder, you kill. You kill, you murder. You save the you save the planet. So this isn't a traditional stage. Um, stage five, King DDD heard you were coming and he was called for all the stage bosses to return to Mount DDD to protect him. This is going to be your toughest battle yet. But if you've come this far, you mustn't give up. Remember, the people of Dreamland are counting on you. Not a traditional stage. This is actually just like a Boshra, a Oh dear. A boss rush stage. Hey, that's kinda of hard one. Boss oh boy. Boss boss rush. Yeah. Wow. So four stages before this, it's every single boss, same health bars and everything. There's like little subsections that kinda just show you what the stages were. Yeah. Just as a reminder. And then you have to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, why is there another Kirby here? And you just go up and hit it, and then it's like, you did it. It's good. You good did job. the thing. You distinct killed yeah. your doppelganger, I guess. Yeah, that's such a weird mechanic, but it's fun. Yeah. Uh, the weird, the, the really weird thing for me was the fact that it wasn't just like boss after boss. You actually had to go through a little bit of the of the stage. Because I, 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 once I saw the four doors, I kind of figured what you'd have to go through yep. all the four bosses. Yeah. 
Uh, but the fact that you have to, you know, there's little, there's little baddies that you have to like navigate through or kill. Yeah. And they're pretty easy to just fly around. It's pretty easy. That's all you have to do is just fly. It's very short little sections, but it's nice to be like, Hey, remember what it was? Yeah. (laughs) But then, so after you defeat all four bosses in the middle, there is an, uh, a picture of DDD. I remember getting kind of confused when I was little. I mean, it doesn't take much. You just have to fly over it. Yeah. But it's not a door or anything. It's just an emblem. So you go to that and you begin the final boss battle, which is DDD himself. Um, yeah, and you're like a wrestling ring. It's in a wrestling ring, yeah. and he's like he like takes up like a ninth of the screen. Like he, if you think of like in quadrants, he's pretty big, sprite, and he took up. It was they don't tell you how much necessarily, but he just his sprite alone and all his animations took up quite a bit of this game's memory. Actually, just him alone. He's the most detailed character and the most detailed boss um he has multiple attack patterns he will run up to you and try to mimic your attack which is suck you in so he'll suck you in and spit you out which is a little bastard because that's that's what kirby is yeah, that's, how that's dare my deal. how could you do this but he has a giant star hammer which he will use to pound you or else if you're uh <laughs> oh god <laughs> I'm, I'm going to point it out. It's too funny. But yeah, he'll just run up to you and just slam it down on your head. Or else, if you're floating in the air, he will take advantage of it uh, and jump up in the air and slam down on you. Um, he has a running tackle that will swipe across the stage if you're not careful, so you have to jump over that. And I just thought he was tripping. It, like, it's basically, I used to think it was tripping, but he tripped. I mean, he'd be you know. tripping. Yeah, he'd be tripping. And then he has like a ground pound and all these attacks besides the sucking attack and the tripping attack actually release a star that you're supposed to suck in and shoot back at him. Um, it's mostly sticking close. So he does his attacks close to you so you can back up and just suck him in and shoot it at him and just, just jump over him basically. Yeah. Uh, most of this fight, I was flying but not very high yeah and just waiting for him to do the trip attack thing so that i uh he'll shoot a star out mm-hmm. um and that's this is actually when i learned that you can if you fly high enough you can do like the down down attack or whatever oh yeah um because i kept falling and bouncing and it was messing me up and i was like god damn it so i'd fly just a little bit and then and then wait for him to shoot that thing out and oh then, then you just could suck down. it up and hit him uh but yeah it was like it was a great I really enjoyed this boss battle. Like, I, it's accumulation of everything you yeah, learn. They do that well, and it's. Just, I think it worked out really well. Because I love DDD, the Penguin Boss. Yeah. I mean, I love him as a character design, and it's stuck. He's still the main bad guy. Yeah, but just the fact that you know, started with the tree is super easy, and it, mm-hmm. and, it and it expands from there. And then he's got a bunch of different attacks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you kind of you know, it's pattern watching. Yeah, and you gotta you know figure out. But there's like even, yeah, you have to dodge in this one. Like yeah. half the time, like duck type of thing. And mm-hmm. this one, no, you got to get out of the way and you got to jump over it and know when to float over in him and when not to type of thing. Yeah. But um, one thing I love, so you defeat King DDD and he blasts out of the side of the castle. And I, I don't know if this was intended or not, but this is Sakurai that developed this game Every finisher, when you defeat somebody in Smash, they go flying off to the side corner of the screen. That's what DDD does in this. It just harkens back to Smash. Or, yeah. Or maybe Smash is inspired f- by this. Yeah, foreshadow. Because he goes, fly foreshadow. Yeah. There you go. 
But that's my favorite thing. So he goes flying out. And then Kirby, you, we get a view of King DDD's castle. And you see the roof kind of collapse in. And there's a figure of Kirby. Little arms, arms poke out of the castle. His face is there. He turned into a giant blimp. And he carries the castle away. Starts raining. You see things raining down in shadows. You don't know, really know what it is, I guess, at that point. But you're watching him just float by. He's a giant blimp. He's supporting the castle. There's credits going. So you see Sakurai's name. You see Miyamoto's name. You see um, Iwata's name. You see familiar people. You see... I liked um, Sunday Rain was one of the developers. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but what a wonderful name. It is wonderful. So I didn't know the story of this game when I played it. I mean, it's if you just go into it, it's just a side-scroller. Yeah. Kind of. And so in my head canon, you're this little pink piece of shit that goes and fucks up this guy's house and <laughs> fucking steal it. Because his name is Kirby. He's yeah. a punk. But I yeah, can see that. You just, like, it's kind of like... For some reason, I enjoyed thinking about him being the bad guy. <laughs> just oh, like, that's just hilarious! Just go, just go into this uh, this dude's kingdom and just fuck up all his friends and then steal his house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his this is my this is my castle now. Sucky. I'm taking this. Yeah, but no, we learned that all the so we're watching this thing just float off in the distance. I think it's so charming. It's just a floating little castle with beautiful little scenery for for a Game Boy game, and just the developers. They say thank you at the end, which mm. always gets me. I just love that little tidbit. And then we see Kirby lands on the ground, holds up a little sign. Bye-bye. Yeah. And there's food raining down. So DDD, as as the booklet said, he stole all the food. So it's all the food returning He's, to all the yeah. little Kirbys. We see there's a bunch more Kirbys. He's little bye-bye. See you later. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's pretty cute. If you keep watching also, DDD comes back, he lands, he has his face on his head, he freaks out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where else would his face be? Oh, oh god. <laughs> I'm doing real good with that. I'm meant to no, run. I'm, I'm meant to do podcasting. I'm fast no, at it. No, it's great. It's oh so no, funny. I know. He has his head hands head. on his head. <laughs> Um, that's that's actually it's, it's just a tequil Z tequil Z tequil Z no don't be sad you're the greatest yeah and we're done with this episode thank you very much that's, well it's a super cute game and I'm so glad you showed around. it uh, one of the no. things I really like about this franchise going forward and I haven't played uh, many games I've, I've played the I think the first thing they had for the NES or the NES. That's what I got right there. Um, and then some of the, you know, like other games that he's appeared in. Yeah. But I like that there are some enemies that have abilities in this game where they shoot powers out of their eyes or, or the like. there's like a boomerang guy, I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, the knight. Yeah. He uses his like... The, the fro uh, yeah. to shoot at you. Yeah. I don't know what you call it. Uh I like that those elements um, they take in, and then those become the powers that you suck and uh, absorb in the future games. Yeah. So this it's very bare bones as far as Kirby and abilities that he has. You know. Yeah. But it's I like it's how just it, power ups. It's like, not really abilities. Yeah. But I like how uh, the franchise grows as far as 
expanding on what Kirby can do. And it did take them long. The next game came out a year later for NES, and that one has all the transformation. Yeah, and has more level bases and stuff. Because so. like, that's that's Kirby's gimmick. Like from that game going forward, oh, yeah. is this was just the foundation yeah. of it. Really, it was is you know sucking in and then stealing whatever powers and just uh kind of copying the enemies that you have, and then you could shoot out that power and then get a new one when you find another one that you like. Yeah, and that customization as far as going through levels it's like oh i want to do it with this power mm-hmm. it's 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 a really fun gimmick mm-hmm. it adds a lot to it and it makes it even more replayable and just different things you can do yeah it's kind of cool yeah uh definitely a good time yeah not a long time but it's a good not time. A long time it's pretty quick so of course play it play it yeah well, it doesn't take any of your time it's a classic it's the start of a whole large series um yeah and it Definitely, you can like check out uh, the harder levels or the harder modes once you once you beat the base mode. Yeah, I I was gonna try to beat it before, but before doing this podcast. But I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go back after this and try to do it. So I guess I guess in this special edition of to play or not to play, uh, how would you guys rate this? I say play. No reason not to play it. It's, it's a, a cute, great time. You're gonna enjoy yourself. You're just you're gonna like the music. It's simple gameplay. It's a good time. Do it. I I rate this to play. Yeah, definitely to play. There's not many games these days that you can sit down and to finish play. in one sitting. So yeah, it's a good time. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, yeah. guys. For I hope it did good. Bit of your childhood. It's so fun. I'm doing it. Just, it was fun to read because I even learned things about it that I didn't know and learned yeah. a couple new secrets that I didn't know. It's pretty that I awesome. never were, was fun. able to find out. That's awesome. All right, guys. So next week is my turn and we're going to go back to the 80s. Wow, shocker. We barely got out of the 80s with this one. So yeah, I know. We're, good. we're going right back. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's not a gimmick of the show. Back but, to the 80s. But we're going back. So your homework next week is to watch RoboCop. Yay. Yes. A movie that I have never sat all the way through. Good thing I Ooh. bought two copies of it and then gave you a Blu-ray. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Right with along with the literal small bag. Michael gets to open up some video, some movies. And Emily gets a special little gift all to herself that was full of dryer lint. Save it for the therapy pod. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see you next. Right. We'll, Thank we'll you. We'll yak at you next time. Yeah. Like, rate, and subscribe on whatever. We don't know what it is yet. We'll get there. Someday yeah. you'll hear this. Someday and then, Emily will get it together. Well, I've got, I've got work to do also. Yeah. We'll get it. We'll get there. We got, we'll, you know. But By yeah. the time you hear this, we'll have it together. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Love Bye. you. Hey, where to search it for new recruits? Communication is hard when biologically mute and morally superior soldiers of Christ forming opinions with mice. So don't ask their advice. And I know what you're thinking. Hey, what is the harm if a bunch of rabbits want to get away from the farm? But the lake has been made and the baptism is fake. There are rabbits in the way and psychological states. So what is it being uh, fart in my mouth. This is Kirby's Dreamland. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
Welcome. Let, we gotta take two steps back. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, fart in my mouth. <laughs> over. <laughs> roger, roger. <laughs> so, is it just me, or does Kirby look like a clitoris? Oh, no. Why have you done this? Where's the clitoris? Why have you done this? What's a, what's a clitoris? It even swells up. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it, Aaron. How long were you holding that in? All oh, little curb. Kirby so, clit. Nope. Been, I've been holding it in for about 20 years. Kirby. <laughs> Jeez Louise.